Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 45 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's guest. She was the first guest that I had on for the new year, and it was a great way to start off the new year with some spunk, some fight, some spunk, some fire, and it's, I think it's kind of synchronistic how Whitney came on with her story last week. Um, It's synchronistic in the fact that when I had started to kind of set my intentions for this new year, when I took time off in December and just allowed myself to feel my feelings, reflect on the previous year and kind of gather, or I I don't know if I gathered it. I kind of picked up on the energy for the new year of what I was feeling. I had to strip away a lot of distractions. I stepped away from social media. I did a lot of inner work, lots of meditation, a lot of hypnosis sessions, a lot of inner child healing. And I gathered from all of these modalities that this year, 2023, the energy was going to be different. And typically, I'm pretty laid back, go with a flow super feminine vibes, right? I mean, that's what I tout um, for this podcast. That's why you listen to me every week because I'm not your typical hustle, bro sort of entrepreneurial podcast, right? But last year, I'm just going to be quite honest. Last year was full of challenges and setbacks, both professionally and personally. And this year, I am cultivating my own fighter sort of mentality, warrior energy, and I am no longer available to be fucked with. I had to really get super honest with myself over the break, asking myself, you know, do I still want the things that I, that have always been on my manifestation list? Are these still important things? Are they still worth fighting for? And I decided ultimately they are. Referring back to last week's interview with Whitney Weiser Savage, 
Every time I asked her how she worked through a setback, guys, this girl was trying to get out of an abusive relationship, had just found her passion in life after being lost for years, found her passion as an athlete, started to make great strides, decides to end an abusive relationship, and this ex comes at her work and runs over her with his SUV. And (laughs) her spine is crushed, okay? And I said, at that moment when you couldn't walk and it took, she did have a relatively fast comeback, but it seems like every time she had multiple setbacks through this process, but guess what? She ultimately conquered. And through each setback, I asked her, how did you work through it? And she said, my default is anger. And it got me thinking, that is not always a bad thing. My default in the past has been depression. When when something is too overwhelming for me, I can suppress my anger. I think maybe that is some conditioning, societal conditioning, some people-pleasing, and I dampen that warrior energy. And so I want to talk about that today. And don't worry, I am still going to be all about the femininity, the fluidity, the flow, and the ease. I'm not shifting my approach here, but I'm cultivating more of my spiritual warrior energy, okay? So today, I think the title of this episode is going to be something along the lines of when flow actually works against you, okay? So flow is a beautiful, beautiful mental state to be in. And when I refer to flow, I am referring to being so completely immersed in the task at hand, whatever you're doing, whether that's a project, whether that's growing your business, whether that's creating something, whether that is you're just in the gym. You're so immersed in the task at hand that you lose track of time you have a heightened intuition. You're no longer in your mind. You are fully in your body, almost guided by some other force. And there is most certainly a degree of challenge involved here. Whatever the task is, you can't get to flow if there's not some degree of challenge because then it would just be boring, right? You wouldn't have to get to that beautiful state. But it is also in this harmonious ratio to your skill and your skill set. So much so that there is a feeling of effortlessness, confidence, and heightened intuition and heightened performance. So this is when flow is a beautiful thing. 
And by all means, try to achieve that on a regular basis. What I want to talk about today, the kind of flow that can work against you. So, we often say, go with the flow, right? I just go with the flow or chill out, go with the flow. But whose flow are you going with? Are you allowing yourself to become a drifter taken away in the stream of fear, doubt, perhaps someone else's interpretation of reality that it doesn't serve you and isn't true for you? This is when it's not cool to go with the flow. This is when you have to know yourself. You have to reconnect to what is important to you. Reconnect to your vision. And decide to ground in and say, hell no, I don't have to go with that flow. That is a destructive sort of flow. And... While, while I'm mentioning flow as kind of more of a, a zone and related to maybe a certain task, we also have seasons in our life that are easier to go with the flow, right? And that's okay when you're on the path that's taking you ultimately to where you want to be. And maybe you're just on the path of least resistance, But what I personally experienced last year with all of the challenges and then the doubt that arose from those challenges is that sometimes it's not always great to just go downstream. I think as as Esther Hicks, if you've ever listened to Abraham Hicks, good stuff, but a lot of times she talks about just going downstream and not and not paddling. Well, I don't think it's always going to be a stream. Sometimes you're going to you're going to confront some different terrain in your journey, right? And so last year for me was I was confronted with uh I wouldn't say Mount Everest by any means. It wasn't that dramatic, but it was definitely an elevated terrain that I had to navigate after years of being on a downstream path, okay? And I think after years of being in such a downstream, flowy sort of place and season of life that when I was confronted with an obstacle and in a different terrain, it was initially extremely disorienting. And what I'll say now, (laughs) 2023, I have found, I have found my direction and clarity again. And I have cultivated what I believe is the proper energy to navigate 
this uncharted path. And that is going to require a beautiful balance of knowing what I want, knowing who I am, but being open to miracles and open to other paths, other channels, understanding it's not a linear journey. And when I can when I can get on the path of least resistance, beautiful. But I have to accept that it, it's basically a universal law, right? What comes up must come down. And I am hopeful after a year of a lot of challenge that hopefully the energy already, I can pick up on the energy and it's feeling flowier, but I've got a fire going now of this like renewed clarity and I'm not ready to, not ready, I'm not available to allow myself to be a drifter anymore. I'll drift when it is beneficial and in alignment and harmonious to my goals and to my vision, sure, because we can't hustle, hustle, hustle and effort, effort all the time. I will be looking for those beautiful moments of flow. But what I will not be doing anymore is allowing myself to drift. Drift with fear of the collective, fear of what is touted in our society through news, which is only a select few, their interpretation of reality. I will not allow myself to listen to people with a scarcity competition-based mindset in my industry that say, oh, it's just not possible anymore. The market is too saturated. This industry is dying. I am still passionate about what I do, damn it. And I'm going to keep going. I, I don't have to internalize someone else's projections as truth or as my truth. It may be their truth, but it's certainly not mine. In the Kabbalion, it's a hermetic, ancient teaching, there is a, a saying I refer back to so much. And it is, the universe is mind. It is mental. It is entirely mental. And then if you go down the quantum physics, all the findings that they are coming upon in quantum physics that will blow your mind. It's totally supportive of this. I think with Sean Hill, my guest, I can't remember that episode, but we talk about a few of the 
studies in quantum physics that demonstra- demonstrates this, that it is the universe we are experiencing is basically just a projection of what is going on internally in our mind. And I'm going to decide what gets to be true for me again. But this will require a little bit of a fighter energy. Not fighter energy from force, but from power, from an understanding of how the universe works, that it is all mental. It is all a mental projection. Everything is and isn't. That's another saying from um, the hermetic teachings. Everything is and isn't. It depends on the observer, right? And it depends on the wave that crystallized into reality. Where did that wave originate? From a negative perspective or a positive perspective? That will dictate the outcome. So for me, fighter energy, it doesn't look like force. It still doesn't look like soul-sucking hustle where I burn myself out. Where it starts for me and what I have started being very, very relentless with is my mind and guarding my mind. And for me, that looks like getting up in the morning, as soon as I send my kids off to school, well, first of all, I don't allow myself to watch any media, no social media. I send my kids off to school and I immediately sit down and connect with my higher self and with God through meditation. I connect with the quantum field and I try to allow myself to be open to all possibilities. And then from there, I journal. I journal what I'm thankful for and what what I want to see more of in my reality. I try to reinforce the beliefs I want to see illustrated in my experiences throughout the day. And then I get started with my day. And I've been doing this now for about three weeks. And it's incredible what it does because it leaves you open to possibilities. When you're in fear, when you're in doubt, you will only see that confirmed back to you in your experiences. That's not... You know, I've said this before, fight or flight is not a good place to ever come up with anything creative, anything worthwhile. And so that is the fighter in me. That's what I mean by fighting. It means tapping back in to the vision, the ultimate vision of what I desire Remembering the laws of the universe, that it's all mental first, and guarding my mind, setting up boundaries with negative people, negative media. I definitely wouldn't either want to go out to 
people who are bitter, who have had bad experiences in business, who say, you know, all businesses are destined to fail, or someone who's complaining about the economy, someone who is just ruthlessly defending the notion that life is suffering, that we live in a scarce, competitive, miserable universe. That is not the vibe here. If my surroundings and my influences are not confirming what I wish to be true about my reality, my results, my experiences, I have to set very stringent boundaries against those influences because the universe is mental and what gets stuck in your subconscious ultimately crystallizes into your reality and experiences. So I can't even worry about who I'm going to offend, who I'm going to disappoint. And let me let me um, just inject this caveat here. I feel you if you have got to deal with the general public every day. I know my husband does. Um, yeah, that's going to be more of a challenge for you. If this is resonating with you and you want to take that same approach, it's going to be more challenging for sure. But I can tell you it will be worth it. So instead of being on default, being a drifter in someone else's flow that does not align with your goals or your vision, either be a hermit for a while, or if you already have, well, no, uh, 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 no, not be a hermit. You're not just going to be a hermit because you have me, okay? So you can tap into these messages every week. I'm here. It just continually saturate your subconscious with positive messaging. And for me, it's been podcasts, it's been YouTube videos, it's been books written and created by people who are doing what you want to do and their messages leave you feeling uplifted and ready to take on the world. That's what you surround yourself with. If you don't, if you're an introvert and you don't really have that support system cultivated yet to actually interact with others, I'm taking it a step further right now. This podcast for me is already leading to beautiful real world interactions with other people who have the same mindset, the same sort of goals. So it's, I get that beautiful energy exchange and it's a little more potent, but nonetheless, I still Podcasts to me, books, YouTube videos, still so helpful. Other things I'm trying uh, for this year, I've already gotten into a mastermind for other creative entrepreneurs. So that has already been, that has lit a different sort of fire under me and kind of, uh, motivated me to take some different sort of actions in my business, but it's still not a 
begrudging sort of vibe when I'm taking my action. It's not a let me burn myself out sort of energy. It is let me try. Hey, she's doing this. This is working. Hey, let me try it this way and see. It's more of a fun, let's experiment with it sort of vibe. So don't worry. Just because I'm talking about don't go with everyone's flow and develop your fighter, your inner warrior. I'm I'm still very much about flow. It's just got to be the right kind of flow. So I'm going to get off here. I feel kind of like I'm going to just start rambling if I keep talking. <laughs> so remember, flow can be a beautiful tool. But it's not always awesome if you are drifting into doubt or fear or someone else's interpretation of reality that doesn't gel with your ultimate vision, okay? So be mindful of that. Also realize that a life just completely, a journey completely full of flow is not possible, because that's simply not the way the universe works. That would be a violation of universal law. Yes, you'll have pa- you'll have certain paths that are flowier where you can float downstream for a while, but ultimately the terrain will change and you'll have to adjust your energy and that's okay. It's not like you're being punished. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. It's just life. So... If you are facing a mountain this year, just find your fire, realign with your vision, and guard your thoughts like a crazy person, okay? Guard your energy, guard your surroundings, and focus on the vision. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from this show. Actually, it costs me money to produce and host. So the best way you can show your support for this passion project of mine is by leaving the show a five-star written review on Apple. Also, if you would like to contribute monetarily to the show, you can leave a tip in my digital tip jar, which I have the link in the show notes. You can always share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message or even better. You can take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your Insta stories and tag me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you my love.